What? A fire? <laughs> no. Just trying to open a package of socks. Come on in. It's sleep or don't. Mr. Vanilla's back. It's bedtime. It's pre-bedtime. This is your pre-sleep podcast. And it's about time to get comfortable. Let's get ready for bed. This is the best six, seven, or eight hours of your life. You may not remember what happens when you wake up. You may not remember this night. But if you do it right, your day is going to be amazing tomorrow. You just need to start with the pre-sleep routine. Go brush your teeth. Floss. It's a good habit. And then I want you to lock the doors. Prepare every needful thing. You should have a list jotted down next to your bed. It's just your regular list. If you need to add something, go ahead and add something. But it's only a handful of things. And that list next to your bed is better served as things I'll do in the morning when I wake up rejuvenated and ready to go. Get rid of the distractions. Dim the lights. Turn off that big screen TV. Delete your TikTok app just for the night. Delete any app on your phone that is too much of a distraction too much of a temptation. You know that anxiety machine is going to fire up soon if it hasn't already fired up. Squash it. Don't give it any fuel. Don't give it any fuel. You're here to sleep. And you know what? It's just you and me. We're just going to sleep. We're going to have a good time. I'm laying over here. You're laying over there. As you walk past the mirror before you spit, maybe glance at yourself in the mirror. Hey, there's a good person. You like that person a lot, and that's all that matters. Face your fear, anxiety, sadness. Just say what it is. I want to go home. I'm tired of being on the road. I don't want to take violin violin lessons anymore. Whatever it is. Say it. Accept the fact that you're not going to change anything now because you've got sleeping to do and sleeping is great. When you climb into that bed, play the right kind of hard to get. Get sleep ski. Feel how great it is to lay vertical this is great your sheets are the right temperature your pillow's the right temperature you're just happy to be there as the Swedes never say singing into some it's the bed not to sleep hey sleep or don't you made it you're in the bed and you're comfortable and you're happy you're not happy because You won the lottery today. You're not happy because 
something went right at school or work or wherever you've spent your day, you're happy because you're here. Because here is the only thing that matters. Here is the best. Let me tell you about here for me. I'm on the road this week. I'm in Arizona. I'm staying in this very outdated house. I'm in a room that is almost certainly a converted mudroom or closet. There's a tiny little bed that I'm sleeping in tonight and barely fits in this room. There's a ceiling fan that doesn't fool me. They just installed that to make it feel more like a bedroom. <laughs> it just barely... They probably had to cut down the blades on this ceiling fan because it just barely fits in the room. I swear if it was two inches longer, those blades would be hitting the wall as as it spins around. The pull strings on that ceiling fan are bejeweled. So you know I'm in a classy joint. Glass, I believe, is the jewel of choice. The stone of choice. What's your birthstone? Glass. You know, glass that looks like diamonds. There's blackout curtains on the two windows, except one, one of the windows is really a door to the outside. <laughs> except it's not a door to the outside, it's a door to the garage. I've got a fake orchid in the room, which, you know, it's an attempt at, at something cool. There's a mirror on the closet doors. It's pretty, pretty nice. Bed soft. That's all you need, right? Just a soft bed, just a soft, comfortable place to lay your head. And sometimes you don't even need a soft, comfortable place. You know those nights when you accidentally stay up way too late and the next day you just need a nap and you just end up laying on some bleachers, wooden bleachers, in a tiny little town where on the 24th of July they have a frying pan throwing contest. They dump a bunch of quarters in a pile of sawdust and you've got to go looking for the, the quarters. you get got to keep anything you find. They grease up a pole and the first person to climb to the top gets the 20 dollar bill that's taped to the top. Yeah, I'm talking small town. Small town. Bleachers.
painted a lime green, probably because it's left over some, from some project donated. It's good shade in those bleachers. And even though they're not soft by any stretch of the imagination, somehow they're comfortable. Can you see it? Right now, <laughs> I can hear animals making noises outside my door. Oh, this is not my home stomping grounds. I don't think those are birds. It's not a, it's not a rooster. I can't hear it anymore. It's comfortable time, right? It's comfortable time. Whether you're on bleachers or, or something else. So let's go to Wikipedia. And let's type in bleachers. I think this is a funny thing to, to search. Bleachers. Not the band. What is the Bleachers Band? Bleachers is an American rock band from New Jersey. And the official stage name of songwriter and record, record producer, Jack Antonoff. Okay. I'm, I'm looking that they had RCA was their label. I'm clicking on Jack Antonoff just to see who he is. <laughs> Jack, if you're listening, uh, it's not what I pictured. Oh. He was in the rock band Fun. And Fun... Redu uh, released the international number one single We Are Young and it won a Grammy that's pretty cool I still don't know who Jack Michael Antonoff is and I'm not you know I laughed at your photo <laughs> I can't take that back but I mean, he looks like a strapping young man. There's nothing wrong with him. It's just not, I. you know, you're Jack Antonoff, and you picture some old gray-haired guy, I guess, and he's just a young dude. Okay, bleachers, or stands, are raised, tiered rows of benches found at sports fields and other spectator events. Stairways provide access to the horizontal rows of seats often with every other step gaining access to a row of benches the open seating area in baseball was called the bleaching boards as early as 1877 the term bleachers used in the sense of benches 
for spectators can be traced back to at least 1889. Named as such because the generally uncovered wooden boards were bleached by the sun. Oh, that's really interesting. So they called them bleaching boards and then bleachers, and it's all because it was just some boards that got bleached in the sun. I like that kind of naming. You know? You just call it like it is. You don't try too hard. Bleachers structures vary depending on the location but most outdoor modern bleachers have either an aluminum tube or steel angle understructure yeah they're not wood anymore and they don't bleach anymore and that is par for the course for everything in the world these days whatever you named something for because of some inherent characteristics pretty much guaranteed they're going to change. I mean, sometimes we still say telephone and sometimes I think to myself, is it still a telephone? It's a cellular phone. It's a cell phone. But phone is short for telephone. So it's still a telephone. But is the word telephone dying? I, I'm going to search that up. I didn't think of that till just now. But is the word telephone dying I think that's a legitimate question it's like bleachers came out of bleaching boards and at one point somebody turned to their friend let's say Mary turns to Glenn and says hey have you noticed how nobody says bleaching boards anymore they just say bleachers. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is kind of weird. But on the other hand, maybe bleachers stopped being made of board all the time. Maybe there was some iron or aluminum now. No, probably not. Not in 1888 or whatever. Is the word telephone dying? Okay. Here we go. Is the word tele and telephone becoming outdated? Quora. I don't know how you pronounce that, but you know the website I'm talking about. Q-U-R-A. I don't know. Continue reading. The prefix tele comes from the Greek word tele which means far off or distant. Why the use of, while the use of the word tele and telephone may seem outdated in this age of smartphones and mobile devices, it still holds historical significance. Well, yeah, historically, it was the word we used for phone. 
The term telephone is derived from tele and phone. Yes. 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 And the term obvious is derived from obvi duh us. Right? Phone comes from the Greek word phone, meaning voice or sound. This says, telus still carries meaning because it, it is related to communication over distances. But that doesn't mean we still want to say it, right? I'm searching telephone on Wikipedia. Yeah. It permits a conversation. Two or more users. But here's the question. I got lost. You know, when we talk, sometimes we get lost in our own diversions. But the greater question here is, we still call them cell phones or cellies or whatever. Cellular, not so much. Cellular device is what the big companies seem to call them. And that, that seems a lot more appropriate because phone is probably, for most people who own a device like this, the, the phone function is <laughs> probably fifth or tenth on the apps that you're using. So cellular device seems like a pretty good option, right? Hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I get a report. I have an iPhone. I get a screen time report at the end of every week. Ooh, I'm really on there. Sometimes I click on it just to see what my top apps are. I hate to see how many hours I use my phone per day on my screen time, but I don't know. Seems like I'm not on it at all. Anyway, it's, uh, Starting to feel that warm, honey, sticky feeling when you're dozing. It feels so good. I can't wait to click this thing off and go to sleep. You can go to sleep now. I've got to keep recording for a minute. But I don't mind if you doze. We're just chilling, man. warm, sticky, honey, doziness. This is sleep ski, right? This is it. I wish I could eat ice cream and put it in a stomach that could wait to digest it. Just, you know, like a cold storage.
maybe a warm storage. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. I love it when I'm dozing like this. You ever do that with a friend? I'm your friend. We are doing it. When you're talking. And <laughs> you have to keep going. Wait, what are we talking about? I completely lost my train of thought. I used to do that when I was a kid. Camping with buddies. Just chatting and, you know, about half the time we were like, we're going to stay up all night. And the older I got, the more I was like, oh, please, no. Let's just go to bed at a decent hour. Had a friend who, <laughs> we, went, we went camping over by the reservoir. Oh, this area is so barren. Millsite, Millsite Reservoir. We drove over there in a couple of pickup trucks. And if I remember right, we were too lazy to pitch a tent. And I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't that cold. It was fall, but it wasn't that cold. And we all just kind of huddled together on the ground. I don't think we had a tarp or anything. <laughs> Just sleeping bags on the ground. And this one friend, he... <laughs> he was worried about his face getting cold, and so he brought a scream mask. Just a lame, cheap, you know, $5 one. And he wore that to bed. <laughs> glowed in the dark uh, we thought it was so funny he was off alone and we're like come on it's weird if you sleep out there alone but he did it we did that that was one of those nights where it's like you just talk and talk and talk about nothing <sighs> Ooh, you know high school stuff the stuff that seems so important. And you know what? Whatever you think is important right now, whether you're in junior high or in a nursing home, it won't seem that important in a month. I'm almost sure of that. You just need to let it ride. some warm honey sleep pouring over me. Yeah. It's probably time to doze right off. That camping trip, I gotta say one more thing. There was some planet, I don't know, Venus or Mars or one of their buddies. It was just so bright. And out there, you can just see stars 
stars upon stars upon stars. So you get used to having lots of stars and quite a twinkle out there, but I also hadn't studied the sky much, and that one planet, I was just like, what is that? There were no drones in those days, but had there been, I would have been like, there's a drone that's just kind of hovering not too far away from us. You know, I don't know. Oh. 250 million miles away is how far that planet is. I don't know. I should Google that. I will. Don't worry. You just keep laying there. I'll take care of this. How far is Venus? I think it's Venus. If I'm wrong, you know, I won't be that wrong. Is Venus from Earth. Autocorrect. Awesome. 38 million miles. Did I say 250 million miles? I don't remember. We'll have to go to the game tape. <laughs>